welcome to It's a Small World. For your safety, please remain seated throughout your boarding, keeping your hands, arms, feet, and legs inside the bank. And please watch your children. found us and this is theseamazingplaces.com podcast this is doug and this is adam with show number 34 on this for the week of december 15th this week we actually have a little uh, surprise for you we're going to be covering some things uh in disneyland in anaheim california uh this information will come uh from from our listener bob in ohio through us and out to you as always, you can contact us on our website, theseamazingplaces.com. Click on the contact page to email us or email us directly, podcast at theseamazingplaces.com. Follow us on Twitter, download any photo we have on Flickr, um, and you can also review us on iTunes. Speaking of which, I need to shout out to Corey C. for giving us a review on Yay, iTunes. Yay, Corey. Some great stuff. Thanks, Corey. And for more fun, stick with us, and we'll have another Christmas podcast for you. Okay, Doug, welcome back. Uh, it was Jamie last week, and now I'm sitting next to you. And I know. I'm much better looking, too. <laughs> yeah. Don't, I hope she's not listening. Oh, no, it's not a problem. Oh, she shoot, won't listen. She's on the other side of the door. Watch out. Oh, oh. <laughs> I'm Lock the door, Adam. Lock it, lock it now. All right. Well, this week we're back because uh, we love Disney, and we're talking right. about Disney, and we are always talking and about when Disney. when we stop talking about it, other people send us things and yeah. say, hey, will you please talk about Disney? <laughs> I wonder if that's a hint. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Stick to Disney, guys. No. No. No, but I really appreciate Bob for contacting us in Ohio. He uh, he knew he, he listens to the show uh, quite often, listens to some other shows. Right. And he said, hey, why don't you use some of this stuff uh, if you're interested? And, I, of course, I was more than willing to say, well, first, I want to make sure you're okay with it. And see if we can uh, um, use some. And basically, he shot some video. And this happened just a couple of weeks ago, really. Yes, November right, so this is all 21st. Related, yeah, to the uh, to the Christmas holiday. Yep. So uh, this is Disneyland Christmas, and basically, I asked him some questions, and we're just gonna go through it um, and go from there, I guess. Right. That's fine. Okay, so one of the things I asked him about was his accommodations as far as staying there. Uh, he happens to be a DVC member, which is DVC, uh, Disney Vacation Club, uh, and this is what he wrote in. We stayed at the Disneyland Hotel, one of three hotels on site at the Disneyland Resort. We used our DVC points to pay for the room. The DVC Resort at the Grand Californian won't be open until sometime in the fall of 2009. Uh, and then he's talking about uh, the fact that you can use your DVC points to stay at a moderate or deluxe resort in Walt Disney World or at the Disneyland Resort, uh, but it costs an extra $95 to do so. Um, so basically, 
if you are DVC, you're probably more than likely going to Disney World because right. there's DVC resorts specific right. to that. And so. then he said here, uh, until the Grand California DVC opens, there is not an additional fee to use DVC points at any of the hotels at the Disneyland Resort. So book it up before the fall of 2009. There you go. <laughs> If you're, um, if you're DVC. Let's see here. Then he also went on to uh, describe, uh, as far as the accommodations, he said his room was very nice. Uh, they booked a standard room. However, they ended up with a room by the pool or with a pool view. Uh, furniture was nice. Television was in a nice cabinet uh, with a small refrigerator. And the room was decorated in Disney fashion. And also, I think, just to put a little comment in there, uh, I think there are also all other hotels around uh, that are off-site Disney right, available for people to stay at. So maybe if you aren't DVC and you can't use your, like and, I'm not, and they're close. well, it's Doug's not either. I mean, most of those other hotels, a lot of mm -hmm. them, uh, yeah, they're close. So that is available at Disneyland as well. But of course, if you want to stay in the bubble, then that's great. This is how you do it, I guess. Yep. Okay, moving on. Um, he writes more. We used the Disneyland Express operated by Gray Line to get from LAX to the hotel and back to the airport at the end of our stay. Disneyland doesn't have a free service like Magical Express at Walt Disney World. The Disneyland Express was very nice, and it meant that we didn't need to rent a car or worry about traffic. The Disneyland Hotel is the first drop-off coming, drop coming from the airport and the last pickup for the return to the airport. Currently, there is a discount if you book and pay in advance online, and the website for that is graylineanaheim.com. Um, that's kind of interesting that, you know, because yeah, I... Don't I do that. Yeah, the, well, that they don't do it, and also I, I'd never heard that on now, any podcast. You know and, now and I think that this could be a union thing. Oh. I believe because I'm pretty sure that the workers at Walt Disney World in Florida are not union workers. Oh, okay. And that in California they're unionized, and so that's the reason why this is kind of tied up the hmm. way it is. Interesting. Now, I could be wrong, and if I am, so you know, give us a shout out and tell me. Just uh, tell me that hey, you're wrong. But in any case, you can't get free transportation. It does cost money. Um, but you will have to check out graylineanaheim.com to get more information in booking your trip. Right. Okay. Uh, the next thing he talked about here, I, I've heard some other podcasters uh, talk about. Um, and he says that they had to walk from their, uh, from their hotel, which was a Disneyland hotel, hotel through uh, downtown Disney to get to the parks. And that was about a 15 or 20 minute walk. So, yeah, I, I've heard others talk about that. And I remember thinking, wow, I, I thought that some others, uh, some of the other uh, hotels outside of the bubble who are actually maybe even a little bit closer, but of course they're not in the bubble. And so there are certain amenities uh, that we'll talk about here in a second that you don't get, of course, if you're not in the bubble. And unfortunately, I've, I've never been to Disneyland, so, and you have, Doug, right? Yeah, the last time I was there was in 95. Okay. So... Um, Bob had written and mentioned that he'd been there 21 years ago prior to this last trip, so it'd right. been a while for him. Um, but you kind of remember some of these things and you'll yeah. comment a little more. What one of the things well, that I, I lived, oh, let's see here. Well, I lived there in '83, and so I, you know, I, I didn't have to use any means of anything to get there uh, from the airport or whatever. You know, I went to the parks, and then when I went there in '95, of course, I still have friends out there. So I was staying with them, and we, we just went into the parks that time. Mm -hmm. So as far as transportation from LAX, or uh, there's another airport that you can also fly into, which would be uh, um, John Wayne Airport. Uh -huh. I know it is John Wayne. I think it's called Santa Ana or something else now, but uh, I knew it is John Wayne. When I was out there, it was a 
tiny airport. From mm. what I understand now, it's much nicer now. So, but I always flew into LAX. Okay, but the point of me saying all that was that when I go, I like to visualize where I'm headed. Like, you know, when I'm walking in the Magic Kingdom, do I go left to get to this ride, right to that ride? And so I'm looking at a map here, and just to kind of give you a feel um, and the size of things, as opposed to a Disney World fan, or maybe maybe you are a Disneyland fan and you're listening, and you already know this stuff, but. Uh, um, what did, what did Bob write in there? That they're 100 yards apart? The two two parks, which yeah. is the Disneyland Park and then DCA, DCA which is Disney's California Adventure. Um, so they're very close. And then downtown Disney is right next to that. And then across the street, right? Is it across the street where the uh, Disneyland Hotel is? Right. Because yeah, you, you've right. been there, right? You saw the Disneyland well, I, Hotel, yeah, right? I, yeah, but, but it's, it's been a while. Yeah, okay. It's been a while. So, so anyway, at least... Um, just to give you a concept of kind of um, the distance, because the I, I remember hearing some California people come over to Walt Disney World for the first time, and they're like, oh, "Wow, no. this is just so wide well, open." Well, that's the so. weirdest thing that most people, if you've been to Walt Disney World and you go to Disneyland, mm-hmm. I just remember being struck by how there were there were houses and stuff, just residential neighborhoods, right on the other like side of the right. Yeah, and there was I don't know, it was just it was very strange, mm-hmm. and it looked uh, wow, it just looked so small. Even I mean, I've seen theme parks. You know, here in in Ohio, that looked larger. Whether they were or they weren't, it just looked larger than the way this thing was placed in there. Mm-hmm. So you can see where where Walt learned from his mistakes from building Disneyland to to going to Florida. Yep. Okay, so uh, you know what? Too, let's mention quickly too that he put here about the Grand Californian is actually the oh yeah the closest go for it uh, the closest uh, hotel in the bubble. Resort, I should say, in the bubble. It's called Disney's yeah. Grand Californian yeah. Hotel and Spa. Right, it's the closest to the entrances. And uh, it, with from the, the map, entrance into DCA mm-hmm. connected to the hotel. And from the map, it looks like it's it's basically between Downtown Disney and DCA. And kind of like now, in a you can also there, there you can take the he said that you can take the monorail from Downtown Disney into Disneyland. Close. Let's see here. There is a monorail station in Downtown Disney, fairly close to the Disneyland Hotel. Uh, but then they said that they only use it a couple times uh, because it's almost faster to walk, which is probably what I figured out because I was just talking to Adam before we started recording, and I thought, you know, I don't even remember ever getting on the uh, monorail yeah. when I was out there either time, mm-hmm. and that could be why, you know, I just, I, I don't know, I just walked. The other walked advantage, too, is... You're in California, and then, so the temperature's at, like, what, 70? Well, I mean, yeah, 70, it's, it 80. can get hot there, but... But, I mean, but, compared to, like, the 90s and the craziness of what can happen in Orlando and the walking in Orlando... Yeah, it's, uh, well, you know, yeah, you it's know, not Florida. You're yeah, probably yeah, going to want it. I mean, you can walk, Plus and the it's park closer, isn't as large. I mean, right, you're not right, walking, that's what I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah, you're not walking and walking and walking to get to each, each attraction. So, yeah, my reference to that would be, you know, when I went... Uh, what was it? 95 was when they opened. Uh, let me think here. They opened uh, Indiana Jones. Right. So. Okay. Well, we'll get to the rides yeah. here in a second. Yeah. Next up is going to talk. We're going to talk about food. Um, <laughs> Gee, and funny how that is. Food. Yeah. Because I, we should have talked about food first. I know. <laughs> I know. No. Uh, basically, I asked about food and uh, what Bob had some thoughts here. And he, he mentioned this. Mentioning that they're DVC. They have... Um, usually DVC, they have kitchens in a DVC resort and it's where you can cook food. So you don't necessarily have to go eat all the food that's there, but 
in this case, they went to a convenience store outside Disney, got some breakfast items, drinks, brought it back to their uh, room to eat uh, to save on some money. But for the most part, they went to counter services, and then one evening they went also to Denny's, which to was Denny's, off-site. Yeah, yeah, which but, is a very popular place with a lot uh, of people. Is it? Go. Yeah. yeah, yeah See, I'm thinking Denny's, it's here, you yeah, know, Denny's wherever. Yeah, a popular place there. So, <laughs> yep. well, but anyway, these are the places he ate, and this is what he uh, commented on them. Uh, he went to Crocs Bite and Bites at the Disneyland Hotel. He went to the French Market Restaurant in Disneyland. Uh, he comments the line was very slow. It was the most expensive of the counter service restaurants that we ate at. Uh, Cochina Cucamonga. Cucamonga Mexican in DCA. Is that right. pronounced correctly, Doug? Yep. Very large portions of food, he comments. Uh, whitewater snacks in the Grand Californian. Reasonable prices and very quick service. Red Rockets Pizza Port in Disneyland. Taste Pilot's Grill in DCA. The ribs were delicious. And tar- Tomorrowland's Terrace in Disneyland. Their club sandwiches could easily be shared by two. And I was com- asking him, of course, about, about turkey legs. the turkey legs <laughs> and the Dole Whips. Right. Turkey okay. legs because Doug loves them oh, and well, they're a yeah. good deal. He didn't notice them. Adam would course. know because when he went, yeah. he didn't partake of such delicacies. Well, I was, he was stuffing stopped. my face on the meal plants. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But uh, they, he didn't know if there were turkey legs. So if anybody knows about turkey legs in Disneyland, let us know. But as far as Dole Whoops, Dole Whips, excuse me, they do have them. And in fact, he got them twice because they are the cream of the crop yeah. as far as snacks at, at any Disney resort. And so if you haven't had one, definitely go check it out. All, All right. right. Moving on. Food. Doug, can you, you don't yeah. have this, do you? All right. That's fine. I'll, I'll read some more here. We had a printer error, and I'm actually reading it off my computer. Um, I asked uh, Bob about the crowd size and the differences um, there, you know, because Disneyland's smaller and what the differences is. Uh, he said on Thursday, November 22nd, the crowds were very thin. Uh, the Finding Nemo sub ride had only a 15-minute wait, and usually it's about a two-hour wait. Space Mountain was a walk-on. Friday and Saturday mornings were very light as well, and then Friday, Saturday, and Sunday afternoons were fair. The evenings at Disneyland were packed. He said perhaps it was a weekend, plus the fact that it was the first weekend of their Christmas parade, fireworks, and events. So I bet that's probably a big part of it, because I've heard that Disneyland is usually... A lot of locals. A lot of locals will come and visit, so... Um, He also mentions one thing here... They're still doing the celebrations thing there also. Well, that doesn't start till January. Oh, that's right. It's the year of a million dreams still. Yeah. yeah. So at least you forget. (laughs) Yes, I have forgotten. Uh, But anyway, um, something I did not know, and we've listened to podcasts and I heard this, something called Magic Mornings, which is very much like Extra Magic Hours in Disney World. Yes. Um, He definitely recommends you do that. Um, And this is what he comments. If you buy a three-day or more ticket, you are eligible for one Magic Morning. If you are staying at one of the on-site hotels, you are eligible for all the Magic Mornings that you are there for. Currently, Magic Mornings are held on Tuesdays, Thursdays, Saturdays, and Sundays. For Magic Mornings, Disneyland is open one hour earlier for those eligible for Magic Mornings. Uh, And then he says, on Saturday, they went at 7 a.m. for Magic Morning. By early lunchtime, they'd gone on 17 rides. That's a baby. That is crazy. (laughs) That's perfect. That's like me when I was like, oh, "Oh, let's do it all. And my wife's like, what? (laughs) I'm tired. Yeah. Come on. (laughs) But uh, he just was commenting on that. And so that gives you an idea that 
Well, it shows you if it's Disneyland and there's locals, they they don't want to get there in the morning and right. do the rush. But oh, that's great though. Wow, that would be that that makes me now want to be there. And more exciting than yeah, I, it, considering I mean, the small size, you can yeah. cover most of the the park. I mean, most of the mm-hmm. exciting rides before lunch. Yeah, that would work. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So anyway, that was just something very neat to know. I was I was looking into that actually at one point because I thought well maybe it'd be cool to take a trip to Disneyland and then I'm like but there's not really extra magic hours and I couldn't find anything well, about it. Well, you know it. what too though I think so. that they they must have started this because of uh, it, what I mean what is there if you're gonna pay extra money to stay on site within the bubble? Yeah. They're kind of using the extra magic hours at Walt Disney World to get you to stay within the resort. You know, it's right. that kind of bait thing. They get oh, you yeah, to do yeah. it because there's mm-hmm. some things there. Well, Disneyland didn't have anything like that as far as I knew. Mm-hmm. And so adding this in, you know, gives that a little bit of enticement for you to stay stay on premises. Yep. Okay. Let's move on to uh, another question I asked him about the differences between Disney World and Disneyland and what he might suggest. Um, and some of this is his opinion as far as rides are concerned. Um But he said there are two entirely different experiences. While they have some of the same attractions and rides, there are some that are only at Disneyland that aren't at Disney World. For example, Mr. Toad's Wild Ride, Indiana Jones Adventure, Monsters, Inc., Mike and Sully to the Rescue, and the Matterhorn Bobsleds, just to name a few. Of the identical rides, some are better at Disneyland and vice versa. So some of the ones he thought that were better at Disneyland are Pirates, uh, Space Mountain and the Finding Nemo subride is better than the Nemo ride at the Living Season. Epcot. Yeah, I can, so yeah, and I've heard this. Well, of course, I'm sure with the Finding Nemo ride because it's more of an interactive experience. I think mm-hmm. that you're in the sub. Well, of course, that was a pretty new ride, so you've never been on it. But right. no, from, I remember Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea. Right, which was and the I sub still, back then. Yeah, I just want to get back into the sub. Yeah. So. So that's kind of a cool thing. And yep. then he comments about the better ones at Disney World, uh, Splash Mountain, Big Thunder Mountain Railroad, um, and Tower of Terror. So, And then the other difference is also Disneyland has the original Enchanted Tiki Room, not the under new management, which is now at Walt Disney World. Um, so, you know, there's different things. And plus, Disneyland is the original, original, original. You yeah. know, it's like... No, that was truly um, That's Walt's, Walt's stuff. Yeah, because, I mean, mm-hmm. Walt passed away before... Disney World was even open, so uh, you know. I mean, I I know he had a lot to do, even with the design, of course, and everything. But but he was there for the you know the entire opening and everything that happened with Disneyland. So yeah, that was his baby. So and you can tell it. I mean, detail wise, from what I hear and from what I saw, even when I was there in '95, detail wise, the park is is uh, exceptional. Mm-hmm. So. Okay, so now we kind of take a break. Um, we've talked about the Disneyland concept. Now we switch over to kind of the... Uh, well, I asked him about other comments and Christmas, just to give the Christmas feel. Because Since he was there around that time of the yeah, year. And yeah, and you weren't there when you were there no, around I was there Christmas, were you? Like uh, June, July. Mm-hmm. Now, Walt Disney World Christmas Week and comment, and we'll do that next week right. when we cover your trip that you did last year around yeah. this time. Um, but let me just read what he says as far as miscellaneous comments and holiday uh, things at Disneyland. Everyone should visit Disneyland at least once in their lifetime, especially if they love Walt Disney World. Uh, they'll also love Disneyland. 
Uh, there are not as many rides and attractions at Disneyland that have FastPass available, but for the ones that do, it is even more essential to use them at, than at Walt Disney World. Obviously, because it's a smaller park, probably. Unless you go there early in the morning and you hit 17 exactly. rides. Exactly. That's like, true. Yes, that helps. That's, that's a good point. Uh, FastPass was our saving grace many times in the evenings when Disneyland was packed. There you go. Yeah. In the evenings. So get you know. there in the morning, everybody. Mm-hmm. Also, going on rides during the evening parade and fireworks made a big difference in wait times. Uh, okay, now on to the holiday things. And this is uh, what we'll be releasing a video that Bob sent us of. Yes. With the first we, part of this ho- holiday yeah. stuff. We'll, uh, and the audio that we played today will yeah, come let's that. just Yeah, let's say that now. Let's yeah. tell them what we're talking about. So, okay. So, Doug, or... Bob. Bob. Yeah. I wish. <laughs> You're Doug. Yeah. He's Bob. I wish I was there, but Bob. <laughs> Bob made it instead. Bob uh, videotaped uh, one of the Small World the small world ride, which is called It's a Small World Holiday. Yeah, so and it's they, in the holiday overlay. It has an overlay of holiday, and I don't even know what it looks like without the holiday because I've only seen it, the video. You know, it looks very, uh, what is that I want to say, uh, old world European. Does it? Okay. Yeah, that's what I thought anyway. So. so, but it's got the overlay of the decorations and the music is different. Which I thought was great. Mm-hmm. I mean, I actually enjoyed it. I mean, a lot of times, they I don't know. That, they weren't playing that small world drum the beat song that goes through your head and for over. the rest yep. of the yeah. yeah, so I thought it was nice. So it changes to several different things. And the lighting was gorgeous, mm-hmm. and it just seemed like they put a lot of work into just the overlay. I mean, there were so many things that seemed like they were changed. They were different. For sure. And they probably, I mean, they don't do this at Disney World, so, I mean, it's, right. it's just something to do a little unique, different flavor at uh, Disneyland. Um, but anyway, he call, comments and says this. Small World Holiday was great. A fabulous overlay of Small World. Um, my daughter even agreed to go on it twice, where at Walt Disney World, she will only go on Small World once, or not at all. The lights on the Small World facade at night are also amazing. Oh, they were, they were great. Yeah, he, and he sent us video of that. Yeah, and so you'll see so, that. Yeah. Um, but that is just it's it just It was like a whole different attraction, really. Oh, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. it looked like something that was familiar to you but was different at the same time. And so I understand why she wrote it twice when maybe she normally wouldn't really even care. Yeah. So that makes sense. Yeah, for sure. Um, so now let's speak to a couple other things. Uh, the Haunted Mansion is also redone in a holiday attire at Disneyland, and it's called Haunted Mansion Nightmare Before Christmas. Um, and that was done, which is not Tim done. Tim Burton movie. Yeah, yeah, which is like the Tim Burton movie. Um, he said this is the only time of year that they utilize Fast Pass at the Haunted Mansion in Disneyland as well, which is kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, however, I think one needs to have seen the movie The Nightmare Before Christmas to really appreciate it, which he had not done. That's what he mentions. Um, okay. The Christmas Fantasy Parade was very good, and it drew really big crowds in the evenings. Uh, twice we arrived back in Disneyland after a rest back at the hotel which was an essential since Disneyland wasn't open until midnight on those nights, just before the evening parade. The crowds were lined up so deep on both sides of the parade route that the only way into the par- into part of the park was to walk down the parade route itself. Uh, wow. Yeah, I made that yeah. mistake in Disney Walt Disney World. Yeah, exactly. So I can't imagine you know, what kind of a nightmare that was. Huh. Yeah, I'm just thinking back to it and thinking that couldn't have been real enjoyable. Mm-hmm. But maybe it was. 
Uh, he goes to comment, the holiday g- decorations were great. However, it felt odd enjoying the Christmas decorations while it was 75 to 80 degree weather. And of course, that comes from someone from Ohio. Hence, that's, <laughs> But that's what I missed when but, I lived out there. Yeah. You miss this change of the seasons. You think it's going to be great. But in the end, it still gets a little bit chilly, Yeah, it seems like. Uh, and you keep waiting for the snow. Well, of course, you know, it doesn't really come mm-hmm. unless you go to the mountains. Yeah. And then he talks about everyone made such a big deal about the fake soapy smelling snow at night <laughs> after the fireworks. Oh, God, uh, he said, shucks, we left some of that real stuff back home when we went out there. So it was just kind of funny. That's funny. Yeah. Uh, it's interesting because, I don't know, I've I've heard a couple of people around here comment, oh, you didn't even... New Orleans and Louisiana yeah. just got some snow. And Houston. And Houston got Houston. some snow recently, and they were interviewing people, and they were like, What this is this strange stuff falling from well, the sky? Well, the guy was like, This is amazing. This is so beautiful. And it's like, That's what we get all year. Yeah. Well, every year, you know, yeah. pretty much. And, and it's, it's, no, and it's, it's cool. It is beautiful right up until January 1st, and then I want it to go away, and I'm ready for 75 yeah, again. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But at the same time, if you listen to what my wife said last week and how we were talking about just enjoying the just the relaxation of the holidays yeah i mean snow yeah. goes great with it but yeah the snow does not end in ohio no, until it goes until who knows march? april <laughs> march april yeah well, i've seen it before in april we've so. had we've had april extreme snowstorms on the first day of spring and yeah craziness yeah let's not talk about that i'm okay. afraid that'll happen again so back to dizzy yeah <laughs> So anyway, he just said it was a great trip. He's he three and a half days. Uh, they were able to do everything they wanted to do while they were there. Sometimes many times over, but I'm sure he missed some hidden gen, hidden gems that we'll have to wait until the next trip. Okay. So, so with this, also we're gonna have some pictures of uh, uh, Sleeping Beauty's castle. Yeah. And the uh, Christmas lighting that Bob mm-hmm. also sent along, uh, and we'll put those up on the Flickr site. So you can go there and take a look. Yes. It, it resembles a lot, I thought, a lot of the lighting that you see on the Walt Disney World Castle right now. Mm-hmm. But because the two castles are so much different, uh, it, it definitely it looks different at the same time. But uh, it's yes, very nice. Sure. Very yes. nice. Yes, yes. It looked beautiful. I want to take a trip sometime. when. Yeah. Although I still like. I think this might be a good time of the year to go to. Maybe yeah. in November like he did. Uh, because I've already heard Yeah, the crowds are. They're cut way back. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I think it, that sounds like a so, good idea. So, um, just, uh, I guess, two comments. First off, um, the audio we're about to play. Uh, well, let's just say th- I just really appreciate Bob sending us this stuff. It's uh, it's yeah. a great help. It allows us to get this out to you guys. It allows you to listen and enjoy. You know, um, we do this for fun, and that's he was just saying, you know what? It's something he did and enjoys Disney as much as us, and so. So I hope we've, we've done him right here. Yeah. And uh, and I hope we do a good job presenting his information, and his videos and his pictures. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the other thing is we've got some audio to play uh, this week, and this is basically taking it's a cut. I cut it down because I didn't want to play the whole thing, um, but it's just a short three minute uh, a little bit more than three minute clip of some of the audio just to give you an idea of what the ride is like on small world holiday right but i really 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 highly highly recommend that you download the video and i think i'd like to release the video a little earlier this week just so that gives them more time or we could release it with the show that's true maybe we'll do it the day after just so that it gives them a chance to catch up and they want to listen to the show and yeah that's um, great 
but uh, that way it's basically like about a ten and a half minute video and it's just amazing I mean Bob did really well with camera work getting all the things oh, it's very, yeah it's uh, a nice video it starts off nice. when you right in the boat right away and so it gives you a little outside feel of Disneyland which is not like Disney World at all because no. you wait I mean, you're inside by that point in Disney and That's World. the nice thing about it. They're the same yeah. park, but they're different parks. So, so I think, yeah. I, I think mean, even to the blue of the water on the blue things, it's more like a... Which is more of what Walt wanted. Is he it? He didn't want mimicking parks. That's the reason oh, why when they first okay. built uh, Walt Disney World, they didn't even build... Uh, let me think here. They did not build Pirates. Oh. Into it. But so many people yeah. came looking for Pirates because they had heard about it or been mm -hmm. on it in California, mm -hmm. that they decided, oh, we have to build this ride, mm -hmm. this attraction here. So they did. Wow. So, yeah, he really went out of his way to make sure that he didn't mimic each park. So Cool. Okay. Well, here's the audio, so enjoy that.
great. It's so much different. Great. I mean, I actually really enjoyed. I enjoyed the uh, attraction where in Disney World, you know, I, I guess I take it for granted. Mm-hmm. So, but this one, I really, yeah, I just it was like a whole different thing to me. If that audio tells you anything. You're gonna to want to check out the video. Yeah, you really have you to right see there. the video. It's gorgeous. I yeah. thought it was a real I mean, nice video. The audio is okay, but it's this is a case where an audio podcast is definitely good that we have videos releasing as well. Right, right. Thank you, Bob. <laughs> yes, definitely. Thank you. Uh, as far as next week, we are still covering Disney. However, we jump to the other side of the coast, and we're gonna be back to Walt Disney World, and we're gonna cover um, just the holidays in Walt Disney World. Doug was there the fa- last year. We're going to have some pictures that we'll put up, and we'll have audio from that. Just audio to kinda... that a little bit that came from different places in Epcot, and uh, and then uh, when I kind of bumped into Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Parade. Yeah. And we'll so. we'll kind of talk about that and have some fun. Of course, we've covered Disney World for quite some time, so well, I don't know. We'll come up with something. If you want to comment on it and maybe give us something for the following week, feel free to send us something. Um, also, something that was in the it wasn't in the news per se. Uh, and this has been released for quite some bo- time, but I was extremely excited about this. You can now download podcasts on your iPhone or iPod Touch. And I was so excited about that. You don't need a computer to do it. So, Is it just a firmware update? It's just a firmware update. Okay. You have to have the 2.2 software update, which um, the older software was one, and you had to purchase two, which was like 10 bucks to get it. Um, but once you had two, then you can update to 2.2, which okay. is the latest, which is also includes bugs, fixes, and all that stuff. But it now is so awesome because I have the iPod Touch and I can this download. This is the one thing that we discussed when yeah. you first got yours. That I was so disappointed that mm-hmm. you couldn't download podcasts. But now so. we are truly, it truly can be portable on travel locations with our travel podcast. That's, that's great. And that's great. So tell your friends about it if you know anybody that owns one and wants to download and or to download and give them a new reason to maybe want to own one. Yeah. So I think it's great. Definitely true, and of course we'd love them to listen to our show. All right, and now the third point we covered before we end today. Uh, Doug and I have been talking for quite some time, and we set up a donation button, and we mentioned this last week, uh, but we really want to kind of explain why we do the show that we do and what we're doing with our donations. So Okay, so originally we put this donation button up and uh, we just put it there to say, yeah, okay, we're going to try to garner some donations just to pay for the site. And you know what? It just, it just didn't feel right. It just didn't feel right that that's what we should be doing. And so we kind of began to discuss on our travels back and forth uh, about uh, starting to take donations and uh, send at least one or more families, if we could, every year to uh, Walt Disney World. And when I first discussed it and described what I th- was thinking about to Adam, I said, you know, there are a lot of, there's a lot of families out there that have uh, terminally ill kids, uh, disabled kids. They have a lot of things going on. There are organizations out there that many times will get them, like Make-A-Wish Foundation and things right. like that. But there are a lot of families that do the proverbial, you know, they fall through the cracks. They'll, they'll, you know, they're always just short uh, of being able to get there. And those are the families that we would like to be able to touch. And so with the donation button and the donations that are made to that, we want to be able to touch as many families as we can a year to give them uh, an all-expense-paid trip to, uh, to Walt Disney World. And in reality, I think it's just going to depend on how much money we get. Um, 
I mean, we. I think I. My preference is I would love to send a family for seven days. Oh yeah, yeah. It'd be All nice. on site. And what would be even all more amazing would be that we give them the meal plan. Yeah. I. I so seriously would love that because if you get them there yeah. and they're already struggling. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't want to make them struggle some more and. You know, well, or right. them not be able to go just because it comes down to something that's right. not covered. And if and it, you know, if it takes us two years to get it, well, that's fine. Then it is but what it is. It'll it'll happen. Right. But um, uh, but then we also talked about uh, how can we be completely accountable uh, to the people that make donations. And the first thing that I really came up with was um, uh, a number system, so that basically what would happen there would be a place on the website, and when you make a donation. Uh, to us, you'll be given a number with that donation. Then you can immediately look up on to the website, and you will see your number beside your uh, do- donation. Now, each time you'd make a donation, you get a different number. So, let's say you've made five donations, you can go on there, you can see each one, and you can also watch the tally, the money go up as the donations are made. Now, when a uh, family is chosen. And we haven't quite come up with that yet, so we're kind of looking for some ideas on how we would choose mm-hmm. choose each family. But when that family's chosen, then you'll see where the money is allocated to pay for that. And also, you know, I guess as I think about this, if there are any travel services that hear yeah. us that would like to get involved, yeah, we think for sure, that you could really help us to to uh, make better use, more efficient use of the money that comes in to put together better trips. For uh, for each family that might be able to, to do this, mm-hmm. please contact us, yeah. and we'd be more more than willing to work it, with that. Exactly, and and uh, two comments. First off, the donations, whatever you give, is one hundred percent to that. If you give a dollar, the dollar goes directly. We don't take anything. Right. And that's and how that's, that's how we want to show the accountability. Exactly. I don't want people to think, oh yeah, sorry, we have to take an right. We're taking a cut. Right. right. There's no, no administrative. That's, yeah. that's kind of the point of transitioning from where we thought maybe we were going to make this donation button to help pay for things within the uh, site. And um, I feel like even though we're not the wealthiest guys in the world, we're also not always completely struggling. And Obviously, we're not. You know what? We get to take a trip or so with yeah. our families every year. So there are a lot of people that aren't able to do that. We've been blessed, and so I want to be able to, along with others, uh, bless other people. Yeah, and I mean, I'm just thankful I have a job. My dad got laid off two weeks ago, and right, right, and it's happening. His job right now. put me through college. Right, <laughs> so and it's, it's happening to a yeah. lot of people right now. Yeah. But you know, even before the downturn in the economy, there were still people that were struggling. I've talked to some of them, uh, fathers and mothers who would love to be able to do something like this with their kids, but it's just probably not going to happen. Yeah. Unless there's a grandparent or something like that that steps forward and is able to help to pay for Mm -hmm. things. I know to some of us that are listening, this sounds incredible that you think, well, you know, everybody can put together this amount of money to do a trip like this once in a while, but there are people out there that they just can't. And so those are the people that we want to be able to affect. So uh, let us know. Let us know what you think. And then I think ultimately the long-term goal would be once we get to that point, we get a family, that'll be a, that'll be on the show. We'll talk right. about them. Absolutely. We'll talk about their trip. We'll give you guys photos. And, of course, if they want to. If they don't want to, obviously, we'll just say we sent a family. They're there now, whatever. But I think I'd love to hear in response to the people who donated what they had, what their donations went toward, and yeah, I mean this and, can be yeah, yeah. this can be done all out uh, as far as just um, 
you know, when the when the prize is awarded, we want everybody to be involved in this, not just us. Yep. We want everybody to at least be able to hear, hear the reaction and be able to enjoy in what's going on so that we all know uh, who have contributed to the effort. We all feel part of what's going on. And just to finalize, if you want to make a donation, all you have to do is go to our website, theseamazingplaces.com, and click on Sponsors. And then there's a donate button there. There's a little paragraph describing our little kind of what we talked about here. Um, and hopefully that just gives you some information if you've not heard of it or heard of talk about it before on the show. So that's it for this that's week. It. What all a right. great week. Yeah, uh, it's uh, cold here in freezing. Ohio, and we've seen <laughs> snow and ice and... But that's okay. We've got Disney videos to keep us warm. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, exactly. And in yeah. holiday cheer. So, yep. so everybody, uh, I hope you're staying warm. I hope you're uh, enjoying your holidays. I hope everybody's getting ready to enjoy time with their families and everything in the upcoming holidays. And uh, just uh, sit down and listen to us if you have a boring moment or something that <laughs> you know where the family maybe is driving you crazy. So. Anyway, hey, we'll be thinking about you. All right. Thanks a lot for listening. Have a great week. See ya. I like to travel. I like to drive. I like the music all night. Show me a good time. Show me some fun. Show me a podcast ride on. This podcast has been brought to you by theseamazingplaces.com. This podcast may not be redistributed or re-recorded without prior written consent from theseamazingplaces.com.